this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about prophets. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast to encourage, energize, and educate you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey, director of Strong Women Co., a company devoted to empowering women to be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. You can visit us at strongwomenco.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration. And of course, join our free Facebook tribe. Links are in the show notes. So how are you doing today? I hope this radio show podcast finds you happy and well and optimistic. But if you are none of those things, that is totally fine too. I want you to let yourself off the hook with any of those shoulds you should be feeling, you should be doing, and just know that exactly what you're doing and being and feeling right now is totally okay, totally. Uh, There's a lot going on now. We're all trying to figure it out and make it up as we go. Uh, So I want to remind you that uh, you are doing a great job. If you're coping at all, you're coping, and that is huge in this very huge time of uncertainty and confusion and fear and uh, everything else that's going along with our current stressful times. So I want to give big love to you. I've been thinking about you a lot. I've been thinking about um, you know what what I could say and do and how I could be of service uh, to you, our podcast listeners, uh, and how I could be of service to other folks, you know, who, uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and, and, uh, writing the emails. And so, uh, I have decided to give you guys, um, exactly what I need, <laughs> which was, um, helpful tips from uh, a strong woman. And, um, I wanted to give you some real world tips, uh, of, support and encouragement and just kind of allow you to uh, be able to connect outside your bubble in a world, uh, you know, that that feels kind of isolating right now. Uh, so for this show and the next couple, I will talk be talking about some, talking to some amazing women about how they're holding it together uh, and staying sane. And this week is the wise and wonderful organizer, host, DJ, mom, creative Sorogeny, who uh, lives each day to its fullest with love and gratitude and uh, great vibes. And then next show, it's going to be out next Saturday. You don't have to wait two weeks for this one. I'm going to have uh, Amy Tassacata, uh, amazing author, teacher, and creative. Um, uh, Sorogeny is in Newfoundland and uh, Amy, she's in Dallas, Texas. Uh, and then the week after, I'm going to have uh, someone in Europe. So I want to talk to some strong, powerful women in different parts of the world, because I know you guys are all in different parts of the world. Um, and so that's what we will be doing. Uh, just quickly, uh, the pandemic workbook that I mentioned last podcast. Uh, honestly, I had a rough week. Uh, <laughs> Violet, my little girl, got sick. Uh, she had a really high fever. There was some stress that she might have the virus. It was extremely stressful. 
shout out to our healthcare system um, who uh, set up. She got tested. We got results in 24 hours. It was hard, but we made it through and she is fine, which was a huge, huge relief. And oh my goodness, uh, thank you to all the nurses and doctors and uh, mad love to any other families that are going through this really difficult uh, reality that we're all in. So that, like I said, the workbook would be out with uh, as long as time, energy, and mental health uh, allowed, and uh, that's still on my to-do list. I, I'm, I'll figure out exactly what I'm going to do, and you guys will be the first to know. So before I get into this lovely conversation with Sorogeny, one of the wisest, sweetest, most wonderful women I know, let's gather our whole selves up and close your eyes if you can. Shoulders away from your ears, relax your jaw, imagine your heart opening, relax the space between your eyes, breathe nice, lightly and steady in through your nose, hold, and out with a sigh. (sighs) I hope you enjoy the conversation with Sorogeny as much as I did. I certainly feel a lot better after connecting with such a beautiful, strong woman with so many great things to offer. So here we go. So I want to welcome my girlfriend, Sorogeny, to the podcast. I want to do a special kind of edition of the podcast because honestly, I'm trying to to reach a tone and reach a authenticity uh, uh, of this moment. And, uh, you know, because the podcast is an empowering podcast and that's a perspective and that's, that's what I want people to be able to come back to. Of course, being real, it can be empowering too. But honestly, what I had found the most empowering in the last couple of weeks is hearing from other people. And I felt a lot less isolated when I heard kind of like what other people were missing and what was bringing other people to their knees. (laughs) So I wanted to reach out to a couple of uh, my girlfriends um, and uh, just just to have a chat and to have this conversation so that we can all feel a little less isolated. So Sarojini, just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are so they uh, can feel like they know you a little bit. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for having me. My gosh, I feel the same way to start. Reaching out is so important and we don't realize it until something like this happens, right? Yeah, yeah. But to the question, who I am, oh my gosh, I'm just a woman of so many things. (laughs) And I've lived a little longer than you on this planet. (laughs) And that's a compliment, okay, to you. (laughs) I think it's a compliment to you because you've survived and lived longer, so you have more wisdom to share. Yeah. So I'm originally from uh, Guyana, formerly British Guyana, South America. Um, my family and I sort of, well, we escaped political um, upheaval and economic upheaval in the late 70s, early 80s to come to Canada for more or less a better life. So we all worked hard, the usual um, immigrant um, story. Oh, my gosh. The, oh, can you hear me? The yep. usual immigrant story. You give up a lot. You come, you work hard. I'm from a family of seven. I have in total, there's seven kids. So we, we all had to struggle a lot. Uh, met my husband at university. Then we got married right away after undergrad, moved to Toronto where he had um, 
a scholarship to continue his studies, went through the doctorate, again, making new sacrifices. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> small one bedroom, while I completed more studies and work, then our first child, Renata, came along, still in the small apartment, <laughs> one bedroom, but we made it work. And, you know, after 25 years of the big city, this opportunity to Newfoundland came, and we just took it with um, love and um, with excitement. A chance to see the East Coast and live there. I came here. I continued working in finance, and I'm sort of taking a back seat in that, and I'm focusing more on the arts, which I've always loved, but which we were told you'll never make a living at that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing um, little projects from home, more or less related to the arts, uh, not me and myself singing or dancing, but arranging projects. And I'm doing this wonderful show with CHMR, Caribbean Connections, and mm -hmm. that's how we connected, sister. That's right, that's right. We're CHMR sisters. That's uh, our radio station that houses our radio shows. Uh, and for our uh, usual listeners, or commoner listeners, this is Sorogeny of the IWD International Women's Day uh, a podcast. She's the host of this year's and last year's. And if you're long-term listeners, you would have heard her daughter, Renata, who is an amazing powerhouse and I adore. And, and she's a I've seen her. She's uh, the diversity uh, coordinator for the Association of New Canadians. Yeah. And uh, COVID-19 yesterday. Yes, yes, she did an amazing workshop on racism and COVID-19. So like you, you, you guys are just like, I'm just in awe of you uh, <laughs> constantly. And uh, I, I, uh, I always say I, I collect amazing women friends like other people may collect China or coins. <laughs> I just I like, oh, you're, you're amazing. We could share to each other and, and just like moths to a flame. We seem to uh, be able to share back and forth. So, I mean, obviously you're used to sacrifice, you're used to, you know, having to look at the bright side, having to, to uh, move forward, even if you have like crushing anxiety or doubt or uncertainty or any of those things. But of course, this is a different kind of situation that we're in now, mm -hmm. the global pandemic. And I think that that's one of the things that really messes with me is um, I've, I've faced a lot of adversity in my life too, but I felt like, you know, if I could just look outside and see that someone else was living and going on, it was, it was, there was some kind of anchor of, 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 of hope. And it's, mm -hmm. it's when everyone, this whole, everyone uh, going through it is kind of the, the thing that really messes me up sometimes. So um, how are you coping and uh, how are you staying sane? Oh, Kelly, such a loaded question, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I am glad you asked it because every day I ask myself that, how am I going to stay focus put together and saying the next day so the first thing i did i did my last show with chmr live march 12th i remember never knew we wouldn't come back again the following week no one was allowed into the studio as you recall mm -hmm. so then i started putting my plan in action because we all were following COVID 19 at this point mm -hmm. by march 15 i had to come up with a plan because like you my dear sister we're mothers we're wives we're friends we're sisters to so many people and 
with me or with us, my husband and I, we have no family in Newfoundland. All our families live away. So the phone, the internet, um, WhatsApp, Messenger, Facebook, those are the platforms we use constantly to connect to our friends and families. We have some very dear and close friends, few here in Newfoundland now, but I'm talking about like childhood friends or friends from 25, 30 years ago. We're still in touch with a few. The first thing I did was organize an organizational plan for my storage room. <laughs> and Yes, because after years and years of marriage, Antonia and I have been married 35 years now. Wow. And when we came here, we culled and donated a lot. But over the last 12 years, the kids were still little when we came. I was saving their artwork, projects, games, books, like you, right? Mm -hmm. For the future. So I'm like, okay, I've wanted to do this. and I started one box at a time six weeks later kelly i'm almost finished but <laughs> i'll tell you something going through dozens and dozens of boxes i'm pulling out memories mm -hmm. and funny i didn't think it would happen to me and i'm pulling out cards from 15 years ago 20 years ago when renata was a baby she was born in 1993 and i'm i'm my mind is flashing back mm. to events and places and things and it's holding me together in a very weird way because they're memories that were great so i said oh my gosh this is going to inspire me to do more of the boxes right <laughs> By the fifth day, I was beginning to get tired, but I said, I'll go on. So every day I set aside a few hours for that. I've gotten into a lot of baking, as all Canadians have been doing. Yep. So I've baked, I've made fudge, I've baked cookies, I've baked muffins, a lot of little things though. I'm not a bona fide baker. So I'm baking simple things. I'm also cooking a lot more now. I mean, I've always liked home-cooked meals. And pretty well, I find the music, Kelly. You know music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Put you in another world. So I've been listening to um, a lot more online radio stations, including a lot more Caribbean ones that... DJs are from around the world just to give me ideas too for my show and to listen in to these guys. I mean, they're real DJs, right? So I love their spice. I love their. Is there any, any link or any suggestion you can make to help the listeners if they were interested in listening to some of these online music stations? Absolutely. There is one that's really good called Radio Guyana International, RGI. Mm -hmm. And their DJs are from around the world, Toronto, New York, Florida, Caribbean, the UK. So they all tap in online and they each have their own style. So I find that one station can give me 
all that I need. There are a couple more, but um, they're more geared for the um, Indian populace around the world. And a lot of the songs are in Hindi. Mm -hmm. So this one, RGI, might be more appealing to the mass populace, right? Cool. Cool. And and there's reggae, calypso, soca, chutney, you know, really cool. lovely, lively. No, but I think you're exactly right. Like music has, has been huge for me. It, music's huge for me anyway. And yeah. uh, uh, music and podcasting and uh, uh, listening to podcasts. But uh, it, it can change your mood. It can change your mindset. It can help you forget what is what we're doing. It can make you feel normal. This is the, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of use the word normal in a way of just like the way we were before, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I, lo I love that. So I, I thank you so much for that suggestion. So I'm just going to do a recap on what you just said, because you don't even realize how succinct and poignant you are. <laughs> but um, just being a brilliant woman. So you've talked about how, to, how you've stayed sane, um, is organizing your home, downsizing, baking, mm -hmm. cooking more, and listening to music. Like, I think those are some phenomenal suggestions. And just going back to uh, the, how reflective it is to kind of go through those things is extremely uh, powerful. And, and uh, I have already done that, as uh, you and some listeners will uh, know. I went, had weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of going through every item in this house. And just before everything got closed down was the day we put the house on the market. So I've mm -hmm. so gone through everything already. But what I have found in a very similar way to keep me going is I've been going through old pictures and old videos, particularly of like vacation. Uh, 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 a, lot of, a lot of our uh, latest vacations have been European. So like Greece and um, Netherlands and London and Paris. And, and um, I, just, I just watching those videos, just, I'm just so happy. It makes yeah. me so happy to watch those videos and to remember and and to and to have faith that we will get back to being yeah. able to go there it may look different you know like um i've been trying to wrap my head around the whole like as uh we were talking before we uh, started recording about mm -hmm. you know my de delay on moving to europe yeah. I, it is postponed, uh, which is a huge grief process in itself. Like it was a relief, obviously, immediately because you didn't have to move immediately. But uh, I, it was a huge grief, too, because I was looking forward to a, um, a fresh start and uh, being able to travel and, and, and go through all those things. So uh, it's just I find it's very helpful to anchor myself and those happy moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing the same, not with the videos, but with pictures. As I go through the boxes, I'm coming up with pictures as well. Now, um, just to backtrack, when I start my day, I keep the same routine as when things were a month or two ago, where I wake up, I do some stretches, a slight workout, meditation, and also whatever bhajans I could listen to, you know, just to get my mood um, into the swing of things. Because I did find last week I was running into pockets of areas where I felt this is weird and overwhelming. Like I need to meet people. I need to go out. So we've, my husband and I, he's working in our study slash 
office at home. My son has, uh, we have a little office on the upper level. He's using that. I'm using the kitchen and my bedroom. <laughs> I love my bedroom, but the office too comfy, but I love it. We've got the TV and all that I need in there. So, and Renata, she has her own little area as well. So we're all now in a routine of what areas of the house to use. Mm -hmm. But I find for me, it's important to set the game plan. So I try to do it the night before. What am I going to do the first thing tomorrow? Like, like if you were going to work, you already know what is going to be on your agenda for number one, two, etc. I did find that connecting with my family, like you said, uh, we've had some WhatsApp calls, FaceTime, and Zoom. So we've been connected with family like that because, like I said earlier, all my family are away. And most of my good friends from childhood and young adulthood. So like you, I'm trying to grab onto things that will evoke those memories as well, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you touched on something else that I, I wanted to ask you about. And uh, you said you were feeling a bit overwhelmed last week. And yeah. I, think, I think last week and the week before are when people, like, it was kind of getting to people, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, the uncertainty is suffocating. So, mm -hmm. so what knocks you off your game? What has brought you to your knees? Um, and it, it, I found sometimes it's the small things that I'm almost embarrassed that that's what's knocked me off, but what has been your experience? Um, well, the big things I'll start with first. What is really hitting me the closest to is, as much as I love being around my family in the house, I miss that personal connection with the folks that I admire, I love and I want to be with and the ones that inspire me as well. I really do miss that. I miss the conversations face to face. And like some days I feel, how am I going to get back into the swing of things? This is getting really weird, right? Mm -hmm. And the small things like my husband and I try to go for walks in our area. We we live in an area called Conception Bay South. So we have beautiful views, beautiful trails, boardwalks, take at your own pace. And I was going out the door one day and I made a smoothie and I bend over to pick something out and all the smoothie spilled. <laughs> I was like, hyperventilating right and I called out to my son Matthias help help mama <laughs> help I can't deal with this and I mean why should it have upset me so much right mm -hmm. normally I was just like leave it and go and say oh damn but like that sort of flicked the switch you know and I'm like okay take a deep breath calm down yeah, no, that's exactly what I, I kind of realized that I, that was getting to me. It's because we're so depleted, right? Yeah. It's because yeah. we've just in a constant state of stress. We've been, our brains and body have been like, we're, we're still running away from the tiger, right? We're still running away from that. Uh, you, we're on alert, right? Like that's how our whole bodies have felt. So that it's yeah. the small things like that that push me over the edge. Um, I talked about last show of um, my dog Daisy ran off. And yeah. I had a panic attack. 
right? Like it's like, it's like, usually I'd be like, Oh, that dog should come back, you know, or, or whatever, but it's those yeah. small things. And then, so I, I'm so glad you brought that up, Sorogeny, but I'm, I know everyone has an experience like that because you feel yeah. so silly. I know. And I just kind of, and when he came, my son is 19 and you know, he stalled with a deep voice and he came out very calmly and he got the paper towels and he's just, he's, you know, he knew I was freaking out. So I know he sensed that I shouldn't say too much. That's <laughs> not his help. Yeah. So he did what he could and it sort of was calming me because in my mind, I felt someone is helping. Yeah. I don't have to do another thing because yeah. you know, moms, when we're home, you're doing more. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Not only more of your work, work, but housework, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think now I'm getting everybody to help more, and we've outlined the rules a little better, and the specifics, and reminding everyone we all have to go through this together, right? And we don't know when it's going to end. I mean. Today, we heard they may lift restrictions, but still, we have to social distance, right? Mm -hmm. And I, like you, I love that connection face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. So I've been messaging, and, and some of my friends have been doing the same, just a few lines, hey, how are you? Or um, there's take, having you take up a challenge, you know, like you see mm -hmm. on Facebook, a music challenge, or a baking challenge, or put your best photo challenge, and you're going back into the recesses of your mind with that, mm -hmm. and I like that. Those are some of the little things that are keeping me going, and of course, you can't forget Netflix, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so I've been watching a couple series friends told me about months ago and you know for me i rather watch a movie than a series oh, really? the movie, yeah well to me when the movie well i'm a movie buff and i worked in film and television for 15 years right you know so i i love film of all kinds right so for me when the film is done it's done the uh. series like for me the series is lingering oh my god <laughs> what's happening <laughs> And like, oh. I get so frustrated yeah. when I can't go back soon enough to watch the series, right? Oh, so so I've started to watch a little more of that. One that I'm currently watching is very gripping and suspenseful. What is so it? I like that. Caliphate. Caliphate. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, oh, it's quite really the name. Yeah, so Caliphate. It's like some light, light watching. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it, it's... <laughs> It, it, you know, Kelly, you and a lot of your listeners would enjoy it. And I'll tell you why. Put aside, um, lack of a better word, the bad stuff that's going on with planning, planning terrorist attacks and, you know, getting rid of people who know too much. It's showing you the power of the women Ooh. in a big world and how much power they have while at the same time being very humble and quiet. It's sort of like, you know, still waters run deep mm. and 
That's what I love about it. And the lead actor is amazing. You know, she's a young Arabic girl and the things that she is doing and still holding it together with a young infant child with a face that I'm as innocent as they come just takes your breath away. In the meantime, the last episode, she murdered a guy who caught her on the phone. <laughs> oh, love of God. Now, <laughs> so, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Anyways, oh, I think that that's, you sold it. Uh, I will definitely look into it now. Uh, Caliphate. And I can spell it if anybody's interested. It's sure, sure, uh, uh, K-A-L-I-F-A-T. Okay. Caliphate. Okay. Yeah, that is spelled a bit differently than uh, I would have expected in the English word. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think that there's an, an another way to spell it in the English uh, language, which is C-A-L-I-P-H-A-T-E. Yeah. yeah, that's, what, that's when, when you said it, I wrote it down. That's what I thought. But so thanks for the yeah. spelling. So thank you for that suggestion. I'm always looking for good suggestions. Uh, that's another thing that I have found really super helpful is escapism. Yes. Um, and I am a series girl. Like I like movies and I'm a movie buff too. Um, but I like, I like series because I like the character development. That exactly. I like, I like thinking about how writers sit in a room and think about, okay, in this season, what do we want? And, uh, uh, having different themes and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, it's, it's something that has allowed me, um, uh, just kind of, again, that normalcy Mm -hmm. you know, to kind of escape. Um, uh, my favorite shows at the moment are Killing Eve. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, if you see that, sorry, uh, Run. Run is an HBO show that's like this, like, uh, couple uh, that they, they haven't seen each other in 15 years, and then one texts the other, Run, and if the other one texts Run, they meet on this train in, in, in New York. It's just like this romantic kind of, like, uh -huh. oh, it's just so good to get out of and go and see how people are like standing close to one another and and no one's wearing face masks and it's just so nice to remember so with that in mind that in mind my last question for you is um, yes what are you most looking forward to going back to uh once things get uh you know <laughs> to the kind of normal that uh we were before and i mean that may be two years out we, we don't know but what are you most looking forward to getting back to once things are so-called normal going out a little more like going to do my usual stuff running around town going into the stores i haven't gone into a store since march 12th my husband is the designated shopper so one person goes and does everything and I, i'm just being very careful with everyone right going out going to the neighborhood bakery popping in to grab something at dollarama or shoppers or dominion or just going out for a tea like during the spring i love sitting outdoors going and just sit and shoot the breeze with a friend like you sister <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, i know going out to lunch i think is one of the things that i'm really looking forward to like like and sitting down and ordering a glass of wine and then having <laughs> having someone tell me the specials and like, these are like the things that i'm really looking forward to and you know what as as simple as it may sound running around the uc see mm -hmm. all the students yeah. because yes, my yes, show yes. i do live and i do it during the peak hours uh, of month right of the university so, yeah 
I have a few close friends, Renata's friends, my daughter. Some have become mine. <laughs> you know, I kind of stole them away a little bit from her. I mean, they're still her friends, but we all get along. Just meeting with them like after the show, hey, let's have a lunch or coffee before you go off to your next class. And being there give me a lot of ideas too for what I do with CHMR. Like I try to pick things that will interest not only the campus uh, network, but the community as a whole. So mm -hmm. being in that setting and listening, you know, whether you eavesdrop the table next door or people talking where, wherever, getting ideas. Mm -hmm. So now, and also, doing the show live like i feel i'm missing out like i'm lacking my skill yeah. you know, because i'm not doing it live so funnily i've been listening to some archive uh, interviews that i've done just to see my style because i was telling hans our program director i i'm an interview junkie and i've watched interviews with you know, not only all the top hosts and journalists, but people in your community. I love their seeing the styles, what they talk about. So I've been listening to a lot more of these guys because I feel maybe I'm losing my skill. So I want to get back out there in the campus uh, community, right? Yeah, yeah. No, well, I guess what you're also describing is you're an extrovert. Yes. And I am also an extrovert and like this is very hard on us extroverts like, who yeah. get our energy from interacting and just like seeing people's faces in real time and being able to, you know, just like body language and, and just the random meetups, right? Mm -hmm. That that's especially yeah. like you, I, I, I've lived here my whole, uh, my whole life. Um, but it doesn't mean that like most of my childhood friends and family, like no one lives here anymore. We're a global community. Everybody's always moving, but that does, I still know a lot of people on the periphery. So like, that's what I really miss is um, uh, just the random meeting up of people uh, yeah. and like, and like, Oh my God, hi. And then not hugging, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a kind of a hugger, you know, uh, I'm like a middle of the ground hugger if I really feel like it. And it, you know, if the other person uh, seems to be into it, I'll hug, but that's what I'm really missing. I'm just missing that kind of that normalcy. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm missing kind of like, it's really funny. Uh, I, I've noticed when I do bang into people like walking the dog or if I'm at the store mm -hmm. um, and then you'll be like, you, there's this, there's this exchange of like joy when you see each other, like you can see it in the other person's face too. And it's like, hi, you know, and, and then it's like, oh, hi. I know. And then, and then there's usually some kind of remark of like, how are you doing? And then the other person's like, oh, you know. <laughs> well, to interject what you said, we, um, a couple of, when we first moved here, we met um, a couple who are in their early 70s now, but back then they were late 50s. We've known each other as long as we've been here, 12 years. And we haven't seen them in over a month. And they like to go walking too. So just a couple of weeks ago, we started meeting up in the parking lot by Manuel's River to go on the boardwalk and the trail. And we keep like our six feet or more apart, but at least now we can see each other. And 
you know, she's made a couple masks for us too, so we can all be safe. And I found it was so rejuvenating. Mm. Not hugging, you know, virtual hug still. But yeah. Talking apart and their benches. So they're on one bench and we're on another. But it's just the connection, like you said. Extroverts miss that. Yeah. And think like you said just giving someone a hug which we may not be able to do for a very long time mm -hmm. but just see them for me it really means a lot so that's why the zoom like you and I are doing now mm -hmm. do with my family and some close friends is really helping me girl yeah no uh, I had been kind of wondering that myself about going for a walk with folks I've not done that uh, mostly because I'm afraid of forgetting myself yeah, oh, I like that, especially with Violet. So this, okay, if 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 I can just discuss for a second, um, uh, what has been so hard for me is Violet, and it's not it's not the uh, you know so called homeschooling, although we're doing our own thing, uh, which is <laughs> educational in its own way. Uh, but uh, it's uh, it's telling her to not play with other kids. Like that is the hardest thing for me. So what what do you say? Because my kids are. 27 and 19 so they know what's going on what do you say to little vi who is four right yeah yeah well she's an extremely intelligent four-year-old um and oh, of course, we have I, I i'm a cons i'm a, a newsaholic right uh so if i'm if i'm baking or doing something in the kitchen uh, there's always a podcast on uh, plus, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm an air to the ground kind of gal. Like, I want to know all of the data, um, I'm, you know, as long as my mental health is, uh, is, is there to be able to receive the messages. But yeah. uh, it's been really hard, Sarojini. So we've, I started calling it the bad cold, right? So I was like, there's a bad cold going around, so we got to wash our hands. And of course, all of these things and, mm -hmm. uh, that have come with it. But like, the hardest thing is, so we're out for a walk. And this was particularly hard when my husband was away as well, when Justin was away. So it was only her and I. So it was only her and I, 24-7. <laughs> I know. Like, you know. I'm still, I still got work to do. And um, she, she's, a really, she's an extrovert too. And so like, she just wants to constantly play. And so uh, there was one time in particular, I remember it was fairly early on, maybe like uh, mid-March, late-March. And we ran into this other mother and child. And they're the same age, little girl. Uh, and uh, they lit up when they saw each other and then the, the kids both just ran to each other like so excited to finally have seen like another kid oh and and then the mother and I just shared this look like horror right like I don't want to tell them to stop but we got to tell them to stop and it's like okay honey remember you're too close don't touch all right stand further away and they're like what and they want to play tag and hide and seek sure. and just like i like your skirt and you know and it was like honestly of all of the moments the the moments where i had to tell my four-year-old that she's too close to uh another kid that she is aching to play with or she can't touch that puppy. She can't ask to touch that puppy. You know, like she's, she's the kid that if you're walking by her with a puppy, every single time she will try to catch your eye and say, can I pet your puppy? She is an animal lover. And like, so telling yeah. her all of these things that are so natural and so crucial to human development, uh, yeah. that is I what really messing me up. And then like, so I start to think about the damage we're doing to our kids <laughs> while trying to keep everyone alive. 
right? I, and I think like just kind of goes back to uh, you had started about talking about like just different sacrifice. And that's where mm. I'm at now is um, I think in your youth and there's a lot of like stories about, uh, you know, if you're in the flow uh, and if you're aligned and you're authentic self, you know, there's no sacrifice. And I just think that's bull. I -hmm. think that there's sacrifice in everything. Uh, There's even sacrifice in self-control, which I think self-control is like, you know, uh, self-love for your future. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like us sacrificing. uh, And if it's so hard on us, Sorogeny, you know, so like you and I can schedule a Zoom. And I Mm -hmm. have had video calls for Violet set up with her friends. But I mean, it's not like the same. It ends up being just kind of the four. So they end up being... Hear like, her now. So where is she? I don't hear her. Is she? Oh, her. So, so what we have worked out. Justin is still on Netherlands time, yeah. uh, so he he his day starts at four a.m. Mm-hmm. and so he works from like four till two or so, oh. and then um, and then I get to work uh, for uh, a few hours uh, and, until uh, supper time or so, and then I'll go down for supper and then we'll have some family time after. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. kind of what has ended up working out. But I mean doesn't always work out like that because I still want to get out and enjoy the day. I want family time. So uh, my work is definitely um, being sacrificed. Uh, And that is, that is a negotiation I have to do every day. Um, And I'm weighing, you know, like um, uh, being there for clients and listeners and the tribe and and all of that with, um, you know, what am I capable of doing today? And Mm -hmm. I had a, I had a rough Monday, Tuesday. I did Uh, a lot of things came up. And this is the other thing too, is like, it's not like mm-hmm. our lives stop. We're going no. through things, but like relationships still have issues that need work on and personal, like, you know, insecurities are still coming up and like, we still have the financial stresses. So like all of this, all of the crap is still going on. It's just this extra kind of uh, layer on top of it. And that's when it's like, it's like the stuff that would not, that it, it would, it would preoccupy me, but not break me. That's the mm-hmm. stuff that's breaking me, like the, 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 the normal everyday kinds of um, small arguments, aggravations. I find also that I'm like really easy to startle. Yeah. <laughs> right? Startle. Yeah. So like, 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 what? like I'm just like, like, like it, 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 and I think it's because I've just, I'm just so depleted that yeah. uh, it's kind of like when you're really tired and you're easy to startle. And I think that's, uh, that's where I'm at. Well, I found like, um, I mean, the, the second week after when we were told to quarantine ourselves, self-isolate, no matter what, um, it was the second week we started going out. And like I said, the area we live in is fantastic for walking trails. Whether you want to walk for 10 minutes or three hours, you can. So we sometimes choose different areas. And I always prefer to walk on a boardwalk because I mean, there's still pebbles out there from the winter rocks or whatever. So I found when we started doing that, like going to the beach for a little bit, going to the river, going to the um, off on pond road and CBS Kelly Cruz, there's a great boardwalk there with the water. And I tried to choose trails with um, the water and oh my gosh, with the melt water now, if you guys get a chance to come up to the great white north of CVS from St. John's, 
go to the Manuel's River, the melt water is rushing down like yeah. a yeah. little Niagara Falls. And I was standing there for five minutes. I told my husband, who is quite a hiker, you go along. I sat in a rock and I watched the water flowing with fierce and force till he got back. And you know what I like about some of these trails, Kelly, is we try not to go on the more traveled ones so you're not bumping into people. And here in CBS, everyone goes to the Manuel's River. So if you go at a certain time, you're okay. But I found the vitamin D sunshine mm -hmm. getting out in, and everybody is, is so friendly now and saying hi on the trail. Yeah. Mm. before a lot of people might like bend down and just keep mm. walking but everyone is just doing a wave or saying hi and moving on but we yeah. are not getting close so for me that has been very helpful even if i see another human being <laughs> yeah <laughs> right? yeah yeah no it's a, it's like a relief right it's like yeah. oh hello like I, I keep thinking about how um uh, solitary confinement is, is cruel, right? Like oh. they've come out, United Nations has talked about how it's, uh, you know, uh, unnecessarily cruel and, and uh, hugely damaging. And so I keep thinking of like, you know, uh, there are so many self-imposed kinds of uh, isolation and, and solitary confinement of sorts. Um, uh, and, and, and how uh, like the people who are in solitary confinement from time to time, if they had found even like a mouse or a spider or anything like that, um, it's like a comfort, yeah. you know, something else yeah. to talk to, or even like that Tom Cruise movie, or, or not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks movie with where he talks to um, the uh, volleyball, is it Orson? Oh. Wilson, Wilson, Wilson. Anyway, oh. so yeah, it's just kind of the thing of, of, of seeing someone or something else yeah. um, is, uh, is, is, is a relief and it's a, it's a welcome kind of normalcy. But I get um, you and, and thank you for that suggestion of, of the outside. We are a get outside kind of family. Uh, we spend, we go, I try to see the ocean every day. Um, I go for a hike. I've seen your you have some great adventure posts yeah, there. Yeah. We, we do an adventure almost every day. So that's, that's what it, it's, it's and, and even in bad weather. Uh, but it, it, it is something to, for the, and honestly, I got a four-year-old. We got to exercise her. She, we, yeah. she, we need, she needs to run around and jump off things and throw rocks. Like she, oh, things she needs to do to have any kind of healthy, and let alone like uh, uh, she's processing things. And so like to hear her talk about, and, and uh, I, I've read up a lot about it too, of how kids are going to um, process and understand uh, this COVID-19 reality is a lot, mm -hmm. lot through play and drawing and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So like I seen her, she draw, I drew a face for her the other day. She's always asked me to draw things. And then I seen she drew a mask on it, like colored it in. And, and oh, like I'll, I'll hear her like talking to her toys Cause she's always the mama. She's like, I'm the mama and we're going to do this. Right. And uh, she was like, okay, now everybody wash their hands because of the bad cold or she'll like, she'll like say, no, I can't do this because everything's closed because the bad cold. Like she'll be talking to her kid, her, her toys, um, uh, trying to explain it to them, which I found was like, you know, That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. wonderful to give her space. Um, uh, and to just kind of to see how it, uh, all plays out. Um, well, you know, I'm so glad you said that because all my nieces and nephews are grown up. And I mean, some of our friends 
who started young, like in their early 20s with kids, they're having grandkids now. So I, I've been asking myself, how are folks with younger kids managing? Because uh, most of my friends, not a lot of us aren't grandparents yet, and some are, but all of our kids are in their late teens, 20s, and 30s. So we know, they know what to do. So little Vi, like for her to do these things and know what to do is truly amazing and not kind of go real crazy with it all. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, I think kids are more adaptive than adults are even. And, and uh, you know, it's a real mixed bag, you know, like, so she's making sacrifices as an extrovert. She has tight, tight friends that she has not seen now in months because yeah. her daycare's closed and, and, and no play dates and stuff. Um, you know, so there's some real sacrifices, but Honestly, she's kind of a homebody in the way that she always just wants to be around us anyway. And so yeah. like every day she'd be like, do I have to go to school today? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. So do you do Zoom with her friends? Too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, you know, they get bored pretty easy and uh, it's, it's, it's a different kind of thing. And then, you know, one leaves yeah. the world and, but you know, it, it's, it's nice to see, nice to see them for sure. But uh, one of the things that we are finding uh, is, you know, it's a different pace. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, there's no rush to get her out the door. There's no rush to be anywhere at any time besides if I have a call or a, something kind of, um, uh, oh, and, and to interject that, that's the one thing I like. Like I find when I've got appointments and meetings and have to go live to do the show, I wake up with a little bit of, um, this anxious feeling. Okay. I have to watch the time, but from that aspect, I like that. I mean, I'm still doing the stuff, but you're right. You're not rushing around crazily, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Like having, having a four-year-old, so it's like, okay, we get her out the door, we get her to daycare, and then we come home and get uh, from daycare and then get on supper, right? And then family supper, a bit of time. We usually watch a family show together for half an hour, and then it's bedtime. So now it's so she, – she hardly even got time to play with her toys. She'd hardly have time to, like – be in her room, right? So, uh -huh. so now she has all of this time to have her imagination and to just be in her own space, uh, as do we, you know, like today, uh, and I try to do one, you know, uh, ed educational activity and fun activity a day. And so our fun activity today was we made bracelets. Uh, we oh. made, like, you know, uh, she made me a necklace and, and Justin a bracelet, and then I made her a bracelet, and you know, like, it's yeah. it just fun. And, and then we went through some of my old jewelry and she asked me all kinds of questions about them, you know, like it's just like having some nice, nice time to just do these things. That is one of the things that I am particularly grateful for um, right now. Yes. Yeah. And I agree with you. Like even the baking, I mean, I'm still learning myself, but I find that I can take my time. I don't have to hurry and do it, and then it doesn't turn out right. So, knock on wood, so far, everything seems to be <laughs> working out, except I think I was trying to make fudge last week and use the new recipe, and the fudge never solidified. <laughs> so, those are the little things that... Yeah. Make you kind of oh darn it you know I worked so hard this recipe you had to literally stir the pot for 25 minutes it was some silly caramel fudge right 
and I was like, you mean I stood for 25 minutes <laughs> damn thing didn't solidify? <laughs> so that was kind of pissing me off a little bit, right? But then I looked back and thought, well, what am I rushing for? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, one of my fears for the future, too, and this is the kind of the other reality, is like the more we get kind of ingrained into this new normal, um, then there's fears for anticipatory what's coming, right? So the going back to normal. And of course, there will be multi-phases and, and uh, waves and, and all of these things. But I, that's what I kind of, uh, I'm like, wow, I'm going to have to be in a completely different mindset. I'm going to have to like, you know, uh, just as hard as this switch was to kind of gear down, like to gear up is also going to be a challenge. And, and, and just like we had to grieve and mourn the simple things that we had to give up, um, you know, yeah. we're going to have to grieve and mourn uh, the things that, the benefits uh, as well, right? Yeah. So, so it's, it's kind of the thing where I'm just, uh, I'm really trying to just be easy on myself, everyone I can talk to, to tell them to be easy on themselves, and how we are experiencing trauma now, and um, uh, because everything is so extreme, and that um, uh, it's, it's fine to have trouble. I feel like some people, I've seen a bunch of tweets yesterday from random people, and I, I love having my ear to the ground for this, for like just kind of... Uh, seeing where the trends pop up and that there was a trend yesterday of all these people saying, I don't know how everybody is doing better than I am, right? Like everyone thinks that I'm having such a hard time, but everyone else seems to be keeping their crap together. Yeah. yeah. And I, think, I think like that some days, I have to admit. And then you hear the stories and realize, no, everyone is in the same boat. Like I see your postings and I see the other sisters postings on your post and i'm like oh i guess we're all doing the same thing we're all going through the heartaches and the sacrifices and the anxiety and a little bit or mild or more depression than normal whatever case it is and but i think overall though kelly and you said it at the beginning is holding it together staying sane in whatever way like one day I got up I did I was up about eight o'clock for me it's a luxury eight or nine because my kids are older now I don't need to worry about making breakfast every day everybody can help themselves some days I do if I'm feeling up to it and I have all the spunk and energy but I literally was in bed with my nice comforter doing things on my phone, on the computer, um, calling people. When I looked at the time, you know what time it was? Three o'clock. And I was <laughs> oh, Kelly, it was embarrassing. Still in the room. That sounds magic. Listen, girl, that, there are so many listeners that I will exactly identify oh, for that. If I didn't have a four-year-old who was like poking me in the face for like breakfast, uh, I would happily stay in bed till three. <laughs> But after saying that, we have a very stubborn cat. You might have heard him in the background. I think heard her. Yeah, yeah. He comes in. We leave the door ajar. And he comes in and he sits on the bed and literally bats me on the face <laughs> till I wake up, right? Yeah. And I cover with the comforter. And he would look for little parts he could find to give me a scratch. So, you know. 
even if I want to sleep and I may not have a four-year-old, but I have this cat who really wants his breakfast and mommy or daddy will have to get up and give me breakfast. So I have a, a rose at six in the morning <laughs> and 5.30 on his account, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's super, super funny. Well, uh, Sorogeny sister, thanks so much for this call. Um, I, I, I always feel so much more grounded and so much more kind of, uh, you know, just, just less isolated uh, when we have this conversation kind of um, the back and forth and uh, you realize, you know, you're not crazy. Yes. Everybody's doing this. And, you know, uh, I loved uh, your suggestions for how to hold it together and, uh, and to stay sane. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners can identify and maybe even get a, an idea or two out of that. So mad mega love to you, sister. We will talk again soon. And uh, thanks so much. And, I will put a little little uh, intro about you in the show notes, so you have to email it to me. So I love yes. you, sister, very much. I love you too, my darling. It's so great to talk. We haven't done this since we met up IWD. No, right? we haven't talked since then. No. Since then. Um, you know, Kelly, isn't it funny how we had a send-off for you back then? I know. Early, who would have known? None of us. And in fact, none of us ever met up again. Because right after that, we had the pandemic hit. Yeah. So yeah. you know what? I, and if I could say one thing that I've learned is don't take any day for granted. Mm. Because going back to when we did a send-off and um, cheered you off with a little bit of wine right in the studio, none of us knew we would not see each other again. And I mean, think of if something had happened where we can't see someone again, whoever it is, not necessarily our group. And how would we feel? So this pandemic horrible horrible as it is for me it's teaching me live in the moment live in the present this is all we have don't sweat the small stuff forget about your grudges forget about who hurt you 20 years ago forget about the bad boss you had you know i wish them well but i don't want to see you right now (laughs) but let it all go and focus on your happiness what makes you tick, Kelly? What is bringing you joy, right? What you can be a better person to your family because you have this renewed life. And like, I always read your inspirational quotes and posts when you have them on Strong Women Co. and, and so on. And you write and say, looking at the full moon the other day and looking at its beauty or the crocuses coming up in our front lawn, right? And it's really, I think, teaching all of us is love the people who love you back. Don't worry about the people who are not writing. And I'm guilty of that too. The people writing me, oh, that's great. And then I worry about why didn't I hear from so-and-so? Well, no, love the people that's loving you. Be kind, be gentle. And this donation, culling and reorganizing of my storage room, I mean, I've got boxes to donate. Like we all 
end up with when we reorganize our home, right? But I'm thinking, oh gosh, we have so much. Why do we need so much? We don't. This is a first world problem. There's people back in my home country who are living in a mud flat. You know, I wish if I could ship it to them, right? So amongst all of the other things I talked about, the simple things I realize it is really what's making a lot of us stick, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's a perfect uh, place to leave it right there, Sarojini. Thank you, my love. So no featured song this week, but we'll be back next week with another podcast to help you figure out how to hold together and stay sane. You take care of yourself. Be easy on yourself. You're doing great. And make sure to tell yourself that.